what we're talking about today is a relatively rare occurrence. When you've outgrown the program, I've mentioned before how I've been taking a leadership program, a two-year intensive one. I'm in year two, quarter to three, which means I've really got about a quarter and a half, and I'll be completing this program. It's been great. I've had the opportunity to coach in a variety of capacities. When you're in the second year of the program, you automatically get a certain number of participants to coach each week. And so I've learned so much, I've gained so much, and I think the biggest discovery of all is like just how much value I can provide for people. Sometimes the stats are not validating. Sometimes social media following don't look like you think should. Sometimes your email list is not as big as you hoped it was. And still, as I've said so many times before, just because it looks like you're killing it doesn't mean you're making any money. And just because you look like you're small time doesn't mean you're not killing it. That is a reality we all need to embrace when we're looking online because we can easily be fooled and convinced by numbers that in fact, probably don't mean a whole lot. So today in this leadership program, I gave a presentation on business plans and social media, two areas that I'm very conversant. As you know, I've certainly had my (laughs) peaks and valleys with social media, but I'm very much on top of it nowadays, knowing that I think that's really where the traffic is going more than ever. You have to have a website. You have to have something to capture people's contact information to get them on your list so you can continue to market to them and sell to them. That has not changed one bit, not even a little bit. But what has changed is where eyeballs are. And, And more than ever, I would say, eyeballs are on social media. And more than ever, there are more platforms than ever as well. So I was really happy to give presentations on these plans on the business plan and the social media side because I don't always get the opportunity. It's not like I get invites every single day to speak. It happens, but it's not like on a daily occurrence. And I think what I've realized about that side of things is I want to create my own events. And that's coming. We'll, we'll talk about that in a future show, I'm sure, <laughs> as things, things get going on. Around. But I was like, yeah, I really relish in the opportunity to share some of what I learned. You know, and this was kind of spreading through word of mouth. In the case of the business plan, I'd recently put together one for a client and she was so happy with it and I was so happy with it that she ended up sharing with a lot of people in the leadership program about it and all of a sudden before you know it, it's like, well, um, David Andrews is very knowledgeable in business plan. And on the social media side, well, another person in the leadership program was keeping an eye on what I've been posting to social media and she realized right away, like, holy cow, you know, what you just posted in the last couple of weeks really has me convinced that you know social media better than most people, which is absolutely the case. So I put together these presentations, and it was a really funny situation because we're going to make it sort of an official, like it counts for points. Every week people are supposed to get some training in in this leadership program, and so at least a block of three hours every week they're supposed to go and take a training. And originally we were going to count this session where I'm giving these presentations as a training point, and then the uh, people in the uh, program management decided, no, that's not going to work. And I said, look, it doesn't matter to me. I will give, I'll give the presentation. I'll not give the presentation. Like, I'm here 
to add value to people, I can see that there's a need here. Like, like we took a bit of a survey, like had people raise hands and say whether or not they, they were looking for more information on business plans and social media, and it just it felt like overwhelmingly like people really wanted this. Probably at least half, if not 60, 70% of participants in the program were raising their hands going, yeah, like it really like a little bit more on, on business plans and social media. So it was, it was not a sanctioned official training, and I'm totally fine with that. In fact, I was kind of hoping that's the direction it would go in because I'd be able to speak a little bit more freely on these topics versus being muzzled or being told what I had to say. So it became what we call social or fun stuff on the side. But people were there like really for themselves to get something, so I was, I was determined to deliver value. <laughs> and at the end of it, I heard comments. I got lots of questions and comments throughout, but I heard comments like, this was paradigm shifting. And I'm like, yeah, I know, because the way I talk about social media is not not the way most people do, because um, most people are just saying, let's post. Let's post, 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 post a lot and hope for the best and pray and hope and pray. Yeah, there's there is something to that, but you kind of have to have a structure around that, or else you're probably not going to get anywhere with it. And and I also heard one of the participants say, uh, <laughs> she's like in in the first year of the program in the quarter two, and she was like, this is the best training I've gotten so far in this program, <laughs> even though it's like not an officially sanctioned training. It was the best training she's received in that program. And I think finally something clicked for me there, that, like, I spent so much time accumulating and acquiring knowledge and learning and, and really digging deep to find the stuff that's valuable. Some of my so-called friends didn't trust me on this, that I'd done my homework and I knew which people were providing, like, real valuable information. Either way, I... I was determined to stick with what I knew worked and what made a difference for me in my life and how it helped shift my paradigm and tweak the results that I was getting for me. So I stayed on that track. But I think I just came to that point of realization in that moment that, like, kind of outgrown this program in a way. Now, don't get me wrong. The leadership program's fantastic. It's not easy, and they don't pretend like it is. It is very rigorous. <laughs> and every week, it's kind of like you might get a, a little bit of reprieve on the weekend, but you're like, oh, my gosh, I have to get started again on this on Monday. Like, really? <laughs> like, that's how you start to feel when you've come made it this far into into the program. There's a lot to discover. Don't get me wrong. Like, the program holds a mirror to you and the way that you do life. So you get more out of it to the extent that you continue to do the looking. As long as, you as long as you're teachable, as long as you're willing to change, there's always something more you can get out of the program. So, so technically, there is no way to outgrow the program. But, you know, every program has, has its shortfalls. I feel like some of the things that didn't work or don't work in, in the program is that it, it just it doesn't stop. For four years, you're just go, go, go. And it's like, I mean, I get it. There are musicians play tours across the world sometimes for years and years on end because of one really great album. And I could see how that would, would be kind of exhausting in its own way. But also, also ridiculously energizing because you're excited 
to go on stage to give a performance each night, right? So that's that's sort of the difference. Is like sometimes sometimes on a rare occasion you're excited to show up for this program, but most of the time you're not, and it's taking up 12 to 15 hours of your week. And like I said, if you're not willing to face what's in the mirror every single day, it's not a good program for you to be in at all because you'll just you'll find it exhausting. But I think either way, at some point, you're going to start to feel like it's tiring. So summarily, what doesn't work for me, I feel, is like there's no break. And what I would really love to see is, is a, you know, if it's going to be four quarters of go, 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 it sure would be nice to have like a week of nothing before every quarter starts. That would make a big difference. But instead, what we get is a weekend session where we're sitting on our butts pretty much all Friday night, all Saturday, and all Sunday. <laughs> and then you get to start Monday, and it's like, I, you know, you didn't even get a weekend, right? You got a couple hours to hang out with friends or whatever, um, Saturday, Sunday night. But aside from that, you, you got nothing. Uh, no, no opportunity to rest up or reset, uh, you know. And I get it. The program's kind of designed that way. In a, in a manner of speaking, to overwhelm you, to challenge you, to see how much, uh, in a sense, you can take on and expand to take on. Uh, to have you realize that you can't do everything yourself. It's a big part of the program, too. To have you realize that you need teams and teamwork in your life, that you need people in your life to really make this make this whole thing work. If you're up to big things and you've got big projects and you want to create things, you need people in your life. And... It's the same thing with me, right? I can I can produce a lot. <laughs> I've proven to myself over and over how much I can produce in a year. And and if I really wanted to, I could release more than number of books a, a year, easily four, five, six books per year. And the reason I'm not doing it like that right now is so that I can be a little more focused in in my approach to to publishing and sharing and creating products. And also and also take on the idea of in the marketing realm, being more of a world tour guy as opposed to a launch guy, you know. Let me launch and sell a whole bunch of books, and then, you know, that comes to an end, and you got to budget out whatever money you made for the rest of the year from that launch or launch again, which can be pretty exhausting because you're, you're putting everything into those. I, I much prefer taking a world tour approach, targeting an audience in a specific locale, milking that for what it's worth and then moving on to another one which we've talked about before like this is something bands and arts do very well and something marketers do very poorly so we need to be mindful of the fact that the artist's approach is better in that regard so my point is like i can't technically ever outgrow the program as long as i'm willing to be teachable as long as i'm willing to change i can always get more out of it but the value of I can provide for people is of a different variety. Right? This leadership program focuses on communication and transformation. That's what you can expect to get out of it. But you're not necessarily going to get all the other details that are going to make your projects work. Because in this program, we're all encouraged. And I, I say encouraged, but it's really sort of an agreement of the program that you take on a new prog project every quarter as well which is what I've been doing and creating teams and teamwork around it. Now, it really hasn't happened yet because, like I said at the outset, I think this is somewhat of a unique situation, but if someone came into Elite Players and, and said, you know, David, thank you so much. Uh, my career is exploding. 
for making millions of sales or touring across the world. Thank you for your help. I'm ready to move on. Um, I don't need your program anymore. Here's 1% royalty. Sure, I would be. It would be a bittersweet moment, right, to let go of that student and say, "Hey, you, know, you made it to the top of where I can take you, and there may be someone else to take you further." But thank you so much for being a part of this and for taking on the coaching and going and doing the things that are going to have you create that kind of success, right? So even though it'd be bittersweet, I'd be like, "Yeah, awesome, you did the work, and you're ready to move on." But I think there is something that's applicable, like. For everyone in a sense that you should look in your life and see where you've outgrown certain things you've outgrown certain projects you've outgrown certain people you've outgrown certain jobs and you're not stepping away from them you're not letting them go and so when will you let go and when will you embrace the person that you've become and allow yourself the person that you are because you're more powerful than you were last year if you've been consistent in developing yourself so that's the question what have you outgrown and what can you let go of so there's no boat anchors holding you down from what you're supposed to go and do what you're meant to create in this world it's coming up fast and there's no time clean slate 2024 is coming up fast february 16th in Victoria, BC. You don't want to miss out on this incredible live music and multimedia event with a dosage of inspiration to light you up creatively and to have an amazing 2024. Once again, that's Clean Slate. You don't want to miss out. Go to davidandrewweeb.com and you'll either have the option to get updates, win tickets, or buy tickets as soon as they go on sale. So once again, I invite you to go to davidandrewweeb.com and get your tickets right away. See you there.